The auction had taken place a few nights ago, and the art world had collectively gasped when the hammer had come down on the final bid of twenty million pounds. The audience was stunned. So was she. Her sister had a favourite saying, which was, God protects you. And of course, Laurie could not resist saying this when she heard about Christopher Delaware's first visit to her Bond Street office. Recalling that now, Annette smiled faintly. In her mind, it was Marius who protected her. No, perhaps guided her was a better phrase to use. The faint smile flickered again. There were those who might say he controlled her, because that was what they believed. Annette opened the folder on her desk and looked at the seating plans for the party tonight. It was her husband's sixtieth birthday, and she had been planning the event for months. It had taken her weeks to seat their guests appropriately, with those she thought they would want to be with, and at the right table. Marius had called it a work of art the other day when he had gone over it with her for the final check and a few last-minute changes. The party was very meaningful to him, and she had done everything she could to make sure it would be special. He had taught her never to leave anything to chance, whatever it was she was planning. She had always listened to him and learned, and she had left nothing to chance in this instance either. It was being held in the ballroom of the Dorchester Hotel on Park Lane, and anybody who was anybody had been invited, whether they were from the art world, society, or show business. It was an international crowd. Because her Rembrandt auction had been such a stupendous success, Marius had insisted that they turn the party into what he called a double-headed event. It would no longer celebrate only his birthday, but the success of her auction as well. It didn't change anything. The overall plan for the party remained exactly the same, much to Annette's relief. Except that now he would get up and toast her and tell the world how clever she was. Her sudden jump from relative obscurity in the art world to the big league was nothing short of miraculous, and no one was more surprised than she. Marius had taken it in his stride, and when she had said how startled she was by her success after the auction was over, he had been swift to answer her, exclaiming, but not I. I knew you would do something spectacular one day. And then he had suggested they give the party a new twist. Her private line rang and she reached out, picked up the red phone. Hello? Annette, it's Malcolm. Do you have a minute? Of course I do. Is everything all right? Absolutely. I just wondered if I could go over the birthday toasts I'll be making to Marius tonight. If you could listen now, it would be helpful. I can, and I'm sure anything you've prepared will be right on the mark, she laughed. After all, you're one of Marius's favourite protégés, and you own his beloved Remington Gallery. No one knows him better than you. Except for you, Malcolm Stevens shot back, chuckling, then swiftly went on. So here goes. He began to read the words he had written about a man he admired, even revered. He had kept the accolades to a minimum, knowing Marius would squirm at an extravagance of hyperbole, but it included some hilarious stories and a few little digs which were amusing and made Annette laugh out loud. When he finished, he said, And that's about it, unless I can come up with a few appropriate ad-libs at the last minute. You've done a great job, Malcolm. He's going to chuckle, be amused by some of it. You know he's got a fantastic sense of humour. If you approve, then that's it. I'm going to put it in my pocket until tonight. Listen, just one other thing. I had a rather strange phone call earlier. Malcolm cleared his throat. From a private detective looking for a woman called 
Hilda Crump, who he said used to work at the Remington Gallery, about twenty years ago. He asked if we had an address for her. Apparently he has a client who wants to get in touch with her. Did you ever know someone called Hilda Crump? No, I, I didn't, Annette responded, clutching the phone tighter. But if I recall correctly, you did work for Marius when he first opened the Remington Gallery, didn't you? Yes, that's true, but I, I didn't know anyone called Hilda Crump. Anyway, when Marius sold the gallery to you ten years ago, I'm quite certain he put all the files on the computer. Yes, he did, and there's no mention of a Hilda Crump anywhere. But this chap was so, well, so insistent. I, I just had to ask you. Sorry, Malcolm, I can't be of help. So be it, then. No problem. Thanks for listening to The Toast, and I'll see you this evening with bells on, and I know we'll have the most marvellous time. That we will, Malcolm, she answered, and hung up. For a moment, Annette Remington sat with her hand resting on the red phone, frowning. She was puzzled. Who was looking for Hilda?